Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Thank you for taking a few moments to listen in today. Uh, today's podcast uh, is uh, really going to be geared toward uh, sending out to our clients. As many of the podcasts that do record, primarily that's why we do it, to try to be a, a help to, uh, to the clients of my accounting firm. Uh, but today, specifically at the end, for those of, uh, for those of you who are clients, there's going to be a link inside of this email uh, to uh, go ahead and schedule a call, and I'll get to that uh, at the end. For everyone uh, that's listening, I want to talk a little bit about uh, 10 year-end uh, tips as it relates especially to organization. Uh, the first one uh, is, is kind of more of a general, uh, just kind of a piece of advice, and then the, uh, the other nine are specifically uh, directly related to organization. I kind of start off, give a little bit of a, a preface before I get into this, um, is what we struggle, one struggle that I've seen with many of our clients, especially those that were uh, that we've onboarded over this past year, and um, especially with <clears throat> with um, smaller uh, uh, businesses, uh, especially those kind of more in the maybe in the startup or they have a really small team, is certain things end up getting neglected. So there's uh, there's kind of so much to do, and then uh, really when it comes to the financial side, a lot of times that ends up getting. Uh, getting kind of either pushed off to the side, not dealt with, or not dealt with in a, in a good way. And in a way that's effective, efficient, and uh, in a way that I think really is going to be helpful uh, to not only the, the team that they may be working with in regards to helping them with the financial side, but also to be able to help themselves as it relates to, uh, to getting good numbers uh, inside of their business to figure out exactly what's going on so they can make good decisions. So much energy and focus is on is on uh, just trying to trying to make a profit or trying to get that new deal or trying to close the deal, whatever the case may be, that some of these uh, some of these items get neglected. What ends up happening is when these items are neglected, then uh, there comes a time where they all have to be addressed. And uh, many times you're kind of going back a year later after a transaction took place and try to figure out what's going on. And that's kind of the worst time to do it. The worst time to plan is when it's too late to do anything about maybe a potential problem. Uh, to either a financial problem inside the business, a, a tax exposure, whatever the case may be. So if you're handling a lot of uh, the financial kind of grind that has to happen inside of the business during the course of the year, uh, you're going to find yourself in a position to where uh, you're going to get a better result as it relates from the, uh, from, the, from the tax side, from the financial side, and also from the decision-making side because you're going to have the information more readily available to you to make good decisions inside of your business and to really, truly know the heartbeat of what's going on inside of your business. So let's kind of hop into this. Uh, the, the first uh, point I have here uh, has nothing to do really with the financial side, but it has to do more holistically with, uh, with us as individuals, as business owners especially. And uh, as, as business owners, we get extremely busy, and many times we, ne- we neglect not just some of the financial important uh, financial pieces of the business, but really kind of neglecting ourselves. Uh, we, you will, if you read any sort of study out there, uh, maybe just kind of take a look around. Those that uh, uh, maybe in your network that are, are peak performers as it relates to uh, inside of their business, many times uh, you will find them as really kind of being peak performers outside of that realm as well to make sure as business owners we're getting the adequate amount of sleep that we need, that uh, we're getting some sort of movement in. Uh, we should really be working out, taking care of ourselves. And if we find ourselves getting up in the morning, addressing the, uh, the, 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 the physical needs that we've had, hopefully after a good night's rest, uh, we're getting some movement in, we're addressing the, the spiritual side, the emotional side, the mental side, you'll find yourself in a, in a position to where you're more likely to perform at a peak level. And really, you'll find out that you're going to get a lot more done over the next eight hours 
six to eight hours of your workday than you would have if you were to work 12 hours uh, because your body at that point has become primed. Uh, you've taken care of the, um, uh, the, the mental side, you've taken care of the physical side, you've, you've eaten well, you've rested well, and you, you've primed yourself to be able to uh, perform at a peak level. So that's number one. Your best path to peak performance is to make sure that you're addressing uh, not just the, uh, the, the professional side, the business side, but to make sure you're priming your day, taking care of yourself, and, uh, and get yourself ready to go. So let's get into the organization piece. Secondly here, uh, organization really is a mindset. Uh, and a process. <clears throat> so really getting yourself into the uh, into the mindset of this isn't something that can be neglected, but something that really that is important. Something that really does need to be uh, does need to be looked at and does need to be tended to. And uh, I could give a number of different maintenance types of of, uh, of think of the the filter in your in your furnace. Okay, it's just not something I'm going to go in you know just change my filter when you know when all of a sudden the the furnace is clogged up. Okay, and there's no airflow coming in and it's not operating efficiently but it really should be something that's scheduled. I have a mindset, okay, I know that every, you know, every couple months uh, I need to go and ch change the, the, uh, the filter in the furnace. And so there's a process, there's a mindset. We understand that the, that the, um, that the furnace is gonna run more efficiently if I'm, uh, if I'm taking care of the maintenance piece. So kind of uh, addressing the financial aspect of the business, uh, there is a maintenance aspect to it. And if we neglect it, then we're gonna find ourselves uh, later on down the road, it's gonna cost us a lot more. Going to cost us a lot more time. It's going to cost us a lot of frustration. Uh, we're going to find ourselves probably paying more in taxes. We're not going to have the information we need to be able to operate our business as effectively and as efficiently as we really we uh, we really uh, should. Next, uh, have a process for tracking your transactions. There's going to be nothing here that's uh, you know kind of like mind blowing that type of thing. Okay, this is all pretty simple. Just think that we have to just kind of discipline ourselves into the uh, into the process, into the methodology, into the mindset. So secondly, um, uh, thirdly here, have a process for tracking your transactions, okay? Uh, so, so going through what is, what is that process in regards to, um, uh, to, uh, to, to tracking those transactions. And I would say that we really should have a time every week that we sit down and we do this. So uh, and it, it starts kind of on the front end. So whether it's you, whether it's somebody on your team, an employee, whatever the case may be, if they're going out and there's they're, they're a transaction that has taken place. So maybe they go through with a meal. Maybe it's a stop at the gas station to put fuel in the in the company vehicle. Whatever it is, they go out and they buy materials for the business. So that there's a documentation process. So uh, it gets it gets brought into the office. There's a place for it. Uh, the, a note should really always be written on most receipts. Uh, the the IRS has a rule in regard to um, making sure that you have contemporaneous records. So writing on that receipt, if it's questionable, what's the business purpose? Uh, who was I with? If it's a meal. Uh, what was discussed, if it's travel, uh, why did I go on this trip, uh, to make sure that everything is documented before you go through and uh, you begin to uh, record and essentially file uh, those, uh, those, those transactions. But to make sure that there's a process in place and that process is followed and then uh, at least weekly. Now, if you don't have a team, if you don't have somebody on your team that's doing this for you and you, you know, if you're a small business or a business owner that kind of takes care of this process, uh, even though you're the business owner, you should be developing this process. You should be holding your team accountable to the process. And if you're a small business kind of doing it all yourself, making sure that you have that time uh, that you're sitting down and you're doing this. Because the more time that, uh, that happens between the transaction and the time that you sit down and record it, uh, you're going to kind of forget what was the purpose of that. Especially if you're looking months and months later, trying to get everything together for your tax accountant uh, or for your CPA to put together financials for the bank, whatever the case may be, and you're sitting there and trying to remember what was what was the purpose of this, or even worse, 
uh, you end up getting audited at some point down the road, and uh, then you know the the IRS is looking at these receipts, and uh, you don't have any sort of documentation on it, and here you are two years, three years later, trying to figure out okay what you know what happened. So to make sure there's a process in place uh, to uh, um, for for tracking those transactions and documenting the transactions. Certain things to remember: credit card statements, for example, bank statements are not enough uh, um, for uh, for uh, to substantiate an expense. Okay, you do need the actual receipt. So if you go through and you purchase something, you put it on the credit card. Oh, it's on the credit card statement. You know, make sure that you actually have the receipt and that it's uh, that it's tracked and it's documented. Next, have a process for documenting. I talked about that, but also uh, sharing those transactions, uh, receipts, and also your tax documents. So for many of our clients that we work with, um, they will share uh, the uh, folders with us. And so what ends up happening is uh, they go through, and um, we'll, we'll get a little do a little bit of a deeper dive into this here in just a moment. But when the when the transaction gets recorded. And, uh, and, and so it, it may go into some sort of a, uh, of a, of a sharing type of mechanism. It's you know, Google Drive or Dropbox or uh, into a portal, whatever the case may be. And so there's a process for sharing those transactions. So what ends up happening is it also helps to provide accountability uh, for, the, uh, for the client as well. So especially if you're working with someone, if you're working with our firm, for example, where we would reach out to you and say, okay, well, you know, where's where where this receipt? Let us know where this is supposed to go. And, uh, and so it's very, very helpful, uh, not only for you at some, uh, some point down the road, but also for, uh, for the team that you're working with uh, to know exactly uh, what, is, what is going on. And that process should be documented, it, uh, and it really should be one that is uh, simple and easy to follow. Okay, um, so uh, make sure that you have a process for documenting and sharing uh, uh, records, receipts, and especially tax documents. And because uh, one of those things, these documents come in in January and they end up, you know, getting you know shoved somewhere in the kitchen, and, uh, and then they end up getting lost. And then at some point down the road, uh, that particular 1099 gets missed. Uh, something ends up getting missed, and then you end up with letters from the IRS. So just make sure that you have a good process for documenting uh, the, uh, the the transactions, and also. Uh, it might be good to also be sharing those with someone who can help hold you accountable to make sure that everything is uh, everything is getting recorded properly and that the documentation is there. Next, like I said, uh, keep the process simple. Uh, so it does not need to, you don't need some sort of a complicated, you know, expensive uh, piece of software to help you with this. Okay, just keep the process simple. Now, what the process is, and uh, simply just follow it. And, and if you have a big enough team, someone that can uh, can handle it for you. Make sure that you're working with them and, uh, and that there's, a, there's an accountability piece with them as well. So uh, keep the process simple. Uh, next, uh, number six, uh, use technology. Uh, just here, just a few uh, earlier today, one of my team members was on a, uh, was on a call with, a, uh, with one of our software vendors, just kind of getting some education. And they talked about a, a scanning app for the phone. Literally, it can take that image, it puts it into a PDF, and then puts it into a Google Drive or a Google Drive a shared folder. Uh, and, uh, and so it was, a, it was a tool that we can share with our clients. Just download this app on your phone. You can take a picture and then just literally just upload it into the, share, uh, into, the, uh, into the shared folder with our team, and then you're good to go. So literally, you know, you're on the road, you take a picture, it takes that picture into, uh, into a PDF. Uh, we know kind of with Apple, they've changed their, their photograph the type of file, and so now it's really kind of become a headache for us to kind of get the information. So really kind of just t taking that, uh, that technology, taking that image, putting it into a PDF, shares it with, the, uh, shares it with our team in their shared Google Drive folder. They literally can take the receipt and throw it away. We've received it. It's uh, been stored electronically. And then uh, that, that uh, image can get attached to the transaction within the, uh, within the system. Very simple. Okay. It's just a simple process. It's just something we follow. You know, you're going through, 
here's the meal receipt. You take a picture, a couple clicks later, it's done. You, you don't have to worry about it. Okay. Um, so, so use technology. That's a, a scanning app, uh, notes. Uh, um, have a use technology for your bookkeeping. Um, sometimes kind of going through and just having a box of receipts or really just trying to track things on spreadsheets most of the time isn't the best way of going about doing it, especially if you need to generate information out of that. You know how difficult it is to try to make decisions in your business you know, looking at a spreadsheet, okay? So uh, try, to, try to use that technology. So the spreadsheet is all fine and good, but if really if you're able to take that information and, and utilizing some sort of a software, uh, there are a number of different ones out there. Find one that, that kind of fits your that fits your need and then use it uh, to where those transactions are getting recorded electronically. It can generate a profit loss, a balance sheet, it can a statement of cash flows for you. Um, or if you're using an accounting firm, they're able to take that data and provide you uh, those monthly reports like we do for, uh, for our clients uh, at, at my accounting firm. So, uh, so use technology, use it for your advantage. It's getting better and better uh, as time goes by. Uh, just simply use it. Uh, spending a few dollars every month on, on this technology is probably going to save you a lot more in the long run in frustration. And, uh, and um, so you have that ability to be able to get the information inside of your business and uh, you're, you're not having to worry at some point down the road where, you know, I can't find this receipt, I can't find this documentation, whatever the case may be. Next, uh, have a set place you keep paper records uh, that you really do need to keep. And this is kind of one of those things you need to find out from your attorney and your accountant how long you need to keep certain paper records on file. Okay, but know what that is and, uh, and, keep, and keep those records in the, in a, in the same place. Uh, and you know, you're kind of going through and trying to find things and because stuff is scattered all over the place. Just like I said, you're, you're spending that time uh, weekly. Uh, you're going through, you uh, have that dedicated time where you're looking at your numbers and making sure that everything is in the place where it should be, everything is shared uh, as it should be, and then making sure that you're, uh, you're getting the right types of reports, which is outside the scope of this podcast. But uh, make sure you have all the information. You're, uh, you're, you're asking the, the appropriate questions of where the, where the process is followed. Do, do we have everything where it needs to be? And then you're able to jump into looking at, uh, at the reports that you need to afford that particular week. So have a set place uh, where you keep paper records that you're required to keep. Everything else, and most things, more and more things, should just simply be kept electronically. Even a lot of contracts now, you don't have to keep wet signatures. You don't have to keep originals. Scanned copies are perfectly fine. But like I said, make sure that you you talk to your attorney so you know what uh, the rules are in your state, and then uh, also to your accountant to find out what records on the IRS end that they would require for you to keep actual physical paper copies of. Uh, number nine, um, uh, I just mentioned here, uh, talk to your attorney and accountant about record re re uh, record keeping requirements. And number 10, lastly here, making sure you're having a year-end call with your tax professional, your attorney, and your financial planner. Okay, so uh, those are kind of three people that you really need to make sure that you're having calls with at, at year-end. Okay, so looking at when, you, when you're getting to attorney, we talked about some of the things you want to talk to them about, but also any sort of wills, trust, uh, any sort of updates, those types of things, making sure you're having that dialogue uh, with, your, uh, with your attorney as you go through getting preparing for, for the next year. Uh, and then uh, for your accountant, as far as what's going inside, inside, on inside of your business, uh, making sure that everything from a tax uh, planning perspective is, uh, is getting put into place. There's, uh, there's uh, many, many, many things that can be done uh, before December 31st, there are very, very few things. There's actually only a couple things you can do after December 31st as it relates to tax planning. And it's very, very minimal. Okay, so the biggest impact items, uh, you're going to want to make sure you get addressed uh, before you get into year end. Uh, for my clients that are listening to this, uh, this will come along with a, uh, with a link uh, uh, to be able to schedule a call with me or someone on my team to, to uh, handle that year end tax planning call. And then also your financial planner. 
So um, if you have a financial planner, uh, you want to make sure you're talking to them. Uh, of course, the, the market's been a little bit mercurial. We're looking at uh, probably a, a pretty rough 2023 from, a, from an economic standpoint, regardless of what happens uh, this coming week in the, in the election. Okay, so uh, things are probably going to get a little bit rough. And so you want to make sure that you, uh, those, those, those people that are on your team, uh, those advisors that are around you, that you're leaning into them, that you're utilizing them, and you're preparing yourself uh, in the best way you can ahead of what's uh, maybe and probably going to be a difficult 2023. This is Josh Buck with Buck on Business Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen in today. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing. Have a wonderful day.